Welcome to Classic Radio Roadshow. I'm Dwayne Nock, the artistic director of our little group of radio warriors. Radio simply isn't being produced like it used to be. The Columbia Broadcasting System and its affiliated stations present Orson Welles and the Mercury Theater on the Air in The War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells. We love the magic of radio plays written in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, stories where the voices of the actors, the music, and sound effects would carry us away to a wonderful theater of the mind. In the last few years, we've produced 40 classic radio plays at different locations around New Jersey. We will continue to do so once the time of COVID passes, but for now, our performances are recorded and streamed online. For this show... We're presenting a new radio play by one of our members, Ron Steelman. Sit back, close your eyes, go ahead, close them, and experience a radio play about dreams called The Juliet. Since the dawn of time, we human beings have experienced the bewildering phenomenon of dreams. From birth to the grave, our relentless movies of the mind captivate, tickle, confuse, or terrorize us as if our very lives depended upon it. We then confront the seeming reality of our dreams with the logic of our waking minds. Was it a memory, a vision, a warning, a joke, a message from our soul, or perhaps a message from some other soul? Remember, in a dream, anything can happen. There is no restriction of time or space. That's the stuff dreams are made of. Come, journey with us as we weave our tale of sleeping wonder, decipher its meaning, and see if you can solve the mystery. Which character in our story is actually having this dream? Perhaps it's one of these dreamers. This man has a look of terror on his face, as if he's falling, gripping the sides of his mattress, and holding on for dear life. An old lady dreams herself dressed regally as a beautiful Cleopatra, being fanned by several sexy, scantily clad men. There's a boy in his PJs, frantically pedaling his bike to avoid the Mack truck that's chasing him. Ah, this woman is surprised at her newfound ability to fly and is skimming along just above the tree line. Yikes! He's wearing a shoulder holster and is rolling in dough. I mean, literally piles of money, laughing wildly. This one is easily breathing underwater without an air tank. Wow! (laughs) Now he's joined by a mermaid he seems to know. Oh, he's calmly floating in an inner tube on a lake when a monster surfaces and looms up over him. Stay with us as we join our dream. One of the characters in our story is the person having the dream. Keep that in mind as we listen to dream number 39,236 called The Juliet. The Bradford Museum is already closed for the day. Philip Bennington is the young, well-bred, well-traveled, and well-educated up-and-coming curator of the museum. He and Laura Wells, 
his young, equally smart, impeccably dressed, and talented assistant curator, are at the critical moment of an important meeting with the wealthy and noted art collector, Quentin Randolph, a curmudgeonly 75. He's earned his millions from being one of the best attorneys in the country, and that enabled him to purchase his vast art collection. I hope you've seen from your tour of our facility the type of exhibition we could afford one of your sculptures. Dedicating our main gallery to the exhibition will signal to the entire art world that the Bradford Museum is ready to aggressively reestablish itself as an artistic force with taste and style. I'm sure you're aware, Mr. Randolph, of the fundraising successes the major galleries have had when a unique and rare piece of art is exhibited. The interest and excitement that can be generated by a famous work of art that hasn't had a public showing in over, say, a hundred years is incalculable. In considering which piece from your collection might have the most universal appeal... And the most fundraising potential. I think what Ms. Wells is trying to say is that it's not only the fundraising potential we're interested in. We are looking for a work that inspires, a work that speaks to the imagination of the human spirit. Something like... Perhaps maybe the... Oh, spit it out, man! You want the Juliet by Lazard. Excuse me? The Juliet by Lazard. For God's sake, isn't that what all this is leading to? If we've offended you in any way... You need something with sizzle. There's nothing like a life-size nude to turn people on. Even if she does weigh 1,700 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord, I thought you'd never get to it. You can have her for four months. This meeting's over. I hope we haven't taken too much of your time. Well, you have. It's time for dinner. Philip? Uh, 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 Mr. Randolph, uh... Mr. Randolph, you don't know how much this means to our founder, Mr. Bradford. Of course I do. And listen to your assistant. I beg your pardon? She's right. The Juliet will get you the big bucks you need. Thank you, sir. Pete, did you already lock up for today? Please, please, unlock the door for Mr. Randolph. Oh, of of course. There you are, sir. Uh, Your driver is waiting. How can we ever thank you? Just don't screw it up. Let's just watch him leave. God, what a charming old fart. And I think he's got the hots for me. Oh, boy. I think you're just lusting after his white Rolls Royce. (laughs) (laughs) Pete, I know you're already locked up, but uh, would you please unlock the main gallery? Uh, No problem, sir. What are we doing in here? I thought we were going to open that bottle of champagne you've been saving. Here, right here, is the spot where the Juliet by Lazard will stand. Uh, but uh, uh, stand right here. Uh, let let me pretend she's standing on that spot. Uh, but I... sh- 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 freeze! Stop right there. Close your eyes. All right. Can you see her with the spotlights in a circle above her, all shining down on her? You want me to lock up now, Mr. Bennington? Uh, not quite yet. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, I got it. Uh, Right here. Oh, would you get a chair, Pete? Oh, all right. Do you have all our lists? Of course. Engraved invitations? Absolutely. When we have a date. Saturday, October 12th. Woohoo! A date! (laughs) We 
have an actual date. 6 p.m. Check. Sherry tasting, hors d'oeuvres, string quartet. Oh, how appropriate. Check. Here's the chair, sir. Please, uh, Pete, help her up on the chair. Laura? <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're so excited. Oh, I hope I don't topple over. It's 7 p.m. The unveiling. Give me a check. Oh, check. Exhibited for the first time in 100 years, the most fascinating, lifelike, sensuously alluring female shape ever carved into stone. There she is, Pete. Look at her. You mean Miss Wells? No, Pete, that's not Miss Wells. You're looking at the Juliet with the face of an angel, the body of a goddess. I see you finally noticed. <laughs> and with, as some have claimed after looking into her eyes, the soul of a live human being, the exquisite, the Juliet by Lazard. Ooh! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Following 20 minutes yeah. of near-orgasmic adulation, you sensitively silence their grateful oohs and ahs. Oh, shh, shh. May we have your attention, please, for a very important announcement. Pete, would you get the, you know... Oh, uh, sir? Oh, oh, of course. I am then introduced by the chairman of the board of trustees and make my confident yet humble fundraising challenge for the recently established New Acquisitions Fund. Bravo! We better go over the invitation list. Oh, numero uno, Mr. Quentin Randolph. Our hero. And the other angels? Mrs. Wellington Smythe, Dr. and Mrs. Timmons, and Mr. Chatsworth Crumb III. Other fat cats. List complete and grouped by degree of fatness. All other possible museum supporters? Of course. And sorted by zip code. The string quartet? Wearing white tie and tails, playing mostly Haydn. Champagne? Veuve Clicquot. Is this the bottle, sir? Champagne! We're saved! Here goes! Press release to... Art News, The Art Review, American Artist, The London Collector, The Paris Critique, The New York Times, L.A. Times, The Wall Street Journal. <laughs> oh, this is such a coup for you, Philip. We'll be able to raise over $30 million. If you're finished, sir, I'll, I'll shut down all the lights. Yes, go ahead, and then finish locking up. Do you realize... I'll be able to acquire five, maybe six new pieces before the first of the year. You'll be able to build two or three special exhibitions next year alone. Possibly. But, you know, I would have a very difficult time doing it without you. Then you won't have to. I've learned so much from you. Your work will make the Bradford proud, the board will love you for it, and you'll get anything you want. I just hope the critical reviews are good, that's all. Oh, they will be. I'm sure you'll be awarded Curator of the Year by the Art Review. You really think so? Yes, I do. I also think you're a rising star and that offers to head a more prominent museum will be coming your way. <laughs> you flatter me. Perhaps. But when they do, please take me with you. Of course. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> me too. Are we still in the dream? Of course we are. I just checked. Yep, dream number 39,236. Oh, I was starting to doze off there for a second. What did the fire 
fireworks start. Yes, I, I was waiting for the usual dream problem to present itself. Right, like showing up for a test at school without any of the answers. Or trying to go somewhere and you're lost, and you keep turning down the wrong street, and nobody will tell you where you are. Well, I think we'll get a clue shortly. Somebody's dreaming this one. Open it carefully, please. This statue is priceless. She can't be replaced. save the packing crate for when we have to ship her back. She's really beautiful, Miss Wells. Oh, yes, she really is. Philip, what's the matter? Are you okay? Va-va-voom. Now that's what I call art. <laughs> okay, guys, come on. Let's uh, put all this packing stuff in the storeroom, okay? Va-va-voom. <laughs> yes, double va-va-voom. Pete, make sure to lock the door when they're out. Oh, that reminds me, Philip, I should order some pink gels for the spotlights to soften how she looks. Philip, don't you think? Yes, do that. That's fine. Oh, good. I'll get the lighting gels ordered, and then I'll have only 65 items left on my to-do list. at you. You are truly a ravishing beauty. You take my breath away. We don't know who modeled for Lazard, but Lazard was a very lucky man and such a genius to capture your beauty out of stone. And your back, when I touch it, it's so smooth. And then your eyes, so inviting. Oh, I can't wait to show you off. Wow, the joint is jumping in the lobby. You got your waiters, your florists, your caterers, and your docents. Nice! Philip has got his black tie, and he's giving instructions to Pete and the other security guards. Look at Laura, in some sort of designer dress. Yeah, snazzy, like my mother used to say. And she's running around like crazy, making sure everybody's ready. Philip's so excited, it looks like he's forgotten to breathe. Uh-oh, he's slipping into the main gallery, which is all locked up. He's alone with her now. Well, my dear... It's almost time. The ladies will be envious. The men, bewitched. I've studied the Mona Lisa. I've studied the Venus de Milo. But no work of art has ever moved me the way you do. If I had one wish, it would be to have you for my very own through all eternity. Phew. Philip, get a grip. Philip, don't forget to lower the veil over her. Ah. Just in time. We're ready if you are. Juliet and I are both ready. Open the door. 
Ladies and gentlemen, courtesy of the Bradford's newest patron, Mr. Quentin Randolph, it's with great pleasure that we present to you the Juliet by Lazard. Yes, Mr. Randolph. Philip, start the applause, damn it. Yes, of course. Philip, Philip, look what I've got. A business card from Mr. Reginald Stanley of none other than the Art Review. He said to give him a call on Monday. He wants to include you in an article he's writing about prospective nominees for the Curator of the Year Award. Philip, quit staring at her. Go schmooze with all our donors. All the guests have left, sir. Uh, Miss Wells is in the office reviewing the list of all of our new donors. And uh, here's your overcoat. Uh, should I lock up now? Yes, you may go. Uh, thanks for all your help, Pete. Oh, it was sure an exciting day, sir. Yes, it was. Good night. It sure was an exciting day. I sure wish you could hear me when I tell you how beautiful you are. I would say something like, uh, but soft, what light through yonder window breaks... It is the East, and Juliet is the sun. <laughs> May I kiss your hand? What's going on? I didn't expect this, and Philip looks like he just had a shock treatment. Nonsense. This always happens in dreams. Oh, my. She's going to need some clothes very soon. Hello, Philip? Isn't this typical? She's all thought out, now he's turned to stone. Please, say something to me. I think it'll be a while before he can speak. But I... But I... But I... But I... Say something beautiful, you know? And Juliet is the sun. But you... But you... But, but, but you... But you... I think he's about ready. How did this happen? Well, you wish that I would be yours for all eternity, and now I am. Oh, my God. Too much champagne. I better go home. Wait! I'll go with you. Oh, but there's only one problem. Yes, there's at least one problem. Oh, I'm a little chilly. See, I, I don't have any clothes on. I see, uh, all of you. Am I gawking? I'm so sorry. I should put my overcoat around you. There. Gee, thanks. You're so sweet. I've only observed when people kiss. Let me try it with you. But you don't have any... Let's practice. Mm. Mm. Clothes on. That kiss was just yummy. Let's go. But I... But... But, but, but I, but, but I, okay, <laughs> okay, <Yeah. clears throat> okay. There you 
are, Philip. Wait till you see the total of tonight's donations. Wait, what's going on? Philip, come back. Who's the barefooted lady? Uh-oh, let me see if anyone else is still in the gallery. Oh, my applesauce! Where is the Juliet? Uh, Philip? Uh, is that, is that lady the, the Juliet? But, but it, but, but it can't be. Philip, what's going on? Miss Wells, Miss Wells, I I don't quite know how to tell you this. Is something wrong? It's the Juliet. What about it? Everything about it. It's gone. Oh, Pete. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Look in here. Oh, my God. It's gone. I never thought I'd ever have to do this. Hey, Siri. Yeah, what do you want? Would you connect me to the FBI? Really? Yes. And you'd better get an attorney for a Mr. Philip Bennington. Oh, oh. I've always wanted to sleep in front of a fireplace. It's so romantic. Philip, wake up. I'm hungry. What? Where am I? Wake, wake up? Me? What? What are we doing here? Really? This place? This place is, well. Oh, come here, big boy. You really have to stop doing that. What is this place? Whose cabin is it, anyway? Look at that! An Elvis painting on velvet! Maybe I'm in hell. You were wonderful last night. In fact, you were perfect. Really? Although I actually have no one to compare you to. Oh. How do I ever explain this? I'll tell the truth. No one will believe the truth. Abandon ship. Abandon ship. You have to turn back into a statue. I don't know how. And I don't want to. You don't want to? No. I've seen so many things over the last 300 years, but I've never been able to experience them until now. You've given me life. I understand, but in truth, you belong to Mr. Randolph, and eventually, you have to go back. How can you send me back after what happened between us last night? Abandon ship. Abandoned ship. There must be some booze around here. I don't know what to do about this. I can't figure out what happened. I mean, how you... How I... I... But... Mm -hmm. Maybe you're suffering from a midlife crisis. Stop it. I'm only 38. But I may not live long enough to have a midlife crisis.
Any fingerprints on the base of the statue? Nothing, just a few foot marks, Lieutenant. You mean shoe marks? No, I mean bare foots. I mean it looks like a woman's bare foot. What else? And the security guard was released at 10.05 p.m. by that woman over there, Ms. Wells, the assistant curator. Ms. Wells left at 10.18 p.m., a time verified by her activation of the overnight security system, leaving Mr. Philip Bennington, the curator of the museum, the only one left in the building with the statue. So when did he leave? There's no record he left the building. And do we know if Bennington is in the building now? No, sir. We looked everywhere. Did you try his residence? We called, but there was no answer. What about her over there? Does she know where he is? Miss Wells says she doesn't know. And you believe that? He's our man. Call HQ. HQ? We need to put out an APB on Philip Bennington and some sort of truck. How do you know he had a truck? Because you can't put a 1,700-pound statue in a sports car. Or, or maybe you think it just walked out of here all by itself. I really don't believe Mr. Bennington had anything to do with this. And when you find him, I hope you'll apologize for accusing him of such a crime. I didn't accuse him yet. I just suspect him. May I leave now? Sure you can leave. We'll be in touch. Put a tail on her. You heard him. Oh, I always get stuck with trailing people, and I always lose them. Philip, we're in really big trouble. I've got to find you. Oh, no, that FBI lady is going to follow me. Hello? Philip, where are you? What do you mean you can't tell me? Don't you realize how much trouble we're in? Stop lying, Philip. I was there. I saw what happened. Oh, 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 I'm about to be tailed. Tell me where you are. In a cabin in the woods? Okay, I'll find you, wherever that cabin is. No, 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 don't worry. I'll lose her. Goodbye. honey. Here, look at this picture in the magazine. See? Paris. Oh, I love Paris. Please, Philip, let me show it to you. What? What? Oh, I was there last year. Oh, it's so romantic. We'll just run away together and leave all your worries behind. Maybe I'll teach an art appreciation class with the other prisoners. And with time off for good behavior, I may be out of jail in 20 years. Oh no, someone's here. I, I can't let them in. What are you going to do with that fire poker? Come in. Philip? Oh, Philip. <gasps> Were you going to hit me with that? Have you lost your mind? Is Claude Monet an impressionist? 
Oh, I loved your gown last night. What? Oh, I, I just can't believe you actually came to life and you're standing right here talking to me. Isn't it wonderful? Last night we slept in front of the fire and today we're going to Paris. Aww. Is that right? Philip? Oh, now I see the blankets on the floor. Oh, I'm sorry, Juliet. This is Laura. Laura, this is Juliet. I can explain. You slept with her? You made love to a priceless piece of art? Let's not get into that right now. And today you're running off to Paris with her? That was her idea. How could you sleep with her? She was so pure. You defiled her. Now change her back. She won't turn back. What do you mean, you won't turn back? Well, what do you think she means? She means she doesn't know how to turn back. Philip, honey, I, I like not being a statue. And besides, we're going to Paris. I don't think so. Don't worry. We'll think of something. The Eiffel Tower, the left bank. Oh, croissants. The FBI is after us. Make her understand. After all, Paris is for lovers. You can't strangle her. She's worth millions. Oh, Philip, you've ruined my career. You've tarnished the reputation of the museum, and you're going to get 20 years in the slammer. Oh, well, at least we're on the same page. Philip Bennington, this is the FBI. You're surrounded. Come out with your hands up, and no one will get hurt. She's not a statue anymore. This is your last chance. Come out with your hands up or we're coming in. No matter what happens, we'll always have Paris. What are you going to do with that poker? You'll never take us alive, you dirty copper. What's the matter with you? Why did you say that? I don't know. Oh, look, they're throwing something back at me through the window. It's tear gas. Quick, use our blanket to cover her face. Oh, sure, protect the statue. I'm the one with real lungs, remember? Okay, you guys, where's the statue? It was a nice try, Bennington. You're washed up. Ms. Wells, thought you had us fooled, didn't you, sister? We were on to you from the beginning. And you. Who are you? Leave her alone. She doesn't know anything about this. <laughs> we gotta quit using that tear gas. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you <coughs> say can and will be used against you in the court of law. You have the right to have an, a <coughs> to an attorney. <coughs> Wait a minute, officers. Uh, Philip, uh, Laura, don't say anything. Uh, these are my clients. Listen, buddy, what the... You just materialized out of a cloud. 
Who the hell are you? I'm their attorney. Well, actually, I, I meant to go to law school, but uh, uh, at, at least that's what my dad wanted me to do. Well, I'll be. I thought it was heading this way. Really? How did you know? I guessed it was Pete, especially with that malarkey about wanting to be a lawyer. <laughs> the way it squirted out of his subconscious. Oh, uh, hello? Uh, you've got to believe me. I'm their attorney. Pete! Uh, hello? Hello? Uh, Pete, where are you? You're a half hour late. There's a long line of people outside waiting to get in to see the Juliet. Oh, no. Look at that clock. I, I'm so sorry. I, I never oversleep like this. I was having this most incredible dream and, well, oh, never mind. Uh, I'll be in right away. Well, I want to go back into that dream and be alone with Juliet. There in my dad's old cabin. Oh well, maybe tonight. Such a mysterious tale, brought to us from the dreaming subconscious of an art museum security guard. Did you guess it was Pete who was having the dream? Did you guess someone else was the dreamer? No matter. May we suggest that as you bed down for sleep tonight, rather than counting those fence-jumping sheep, you try something fun. Conjure up a tale of dreamy wonder that you could star in. No, 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 please don't tell me when everybody is listening. It might be embarrassing. Thanks for listening to Classic Radio Roadshow's production of The Dreamer, a radio play by Ron Steelman, originally written as a television pilot in 1994 for a half-hour anthology series, written by Ron Steelman and Leslie Ann Podkin. The cast included Dwayne Nock as Philip Bennington, Elaine Steelman as Laura Wells, Zeke Zaccaro as Quentin Randolph, Ron Steelman as Pete, Marsha Finn as the Juliet, and our Greek chorus featuring Randall McCann as voice number one and FBI number one, Lori Nock as voice number two and FBI number two, and Gwen Rick Spencer as voice number three and FBI number three. Special thanks goes to Scott Steelman for the original music and Leslie Ann Podkin for additional dialogue. Signing off now for the Radio Warriors at Classic Radio Roadshow, I'm your announcer, Michael Berge.